Iracusa, sponsored by Carnation, airing live on the United Public Radio Network on 105.3 FM in New Orleans. This show's entrance has been edited, produced, and directed by Gwen Clapper from Perfect Trust Productions, LLC. You can find us at perfecttrustproductions.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monday night segment of Horsefly Chronicles Radio with myself, Julia Syracusa, and Phil Syracusa. We're broadcasting live from the International Public Radio and the United Paranormal Radio Network on 105.3 FM from New Orleans. This evening's show is fully sponsored by Carnation, so we want to thank them for this sponsorship. You'll have to a few things in order to participate. Go on over to the YouTube channel, UFO Paranormal Radio or International Public Radio. You can also go into all of the Facebook stations, UFO Paranormal Radio Network, UFO Undercover with Joe Montaldo, News on the Flip Side, Twitch, SoundCloud, and Podbean. Go over to our show, our, I'm sorry, our group, Horse Like Chronicles Radio. Get in if you haven't, and if you have any questions for our guests, Please ask. Um, so Trish Mo is just, she'll be in soon, but I'm just going to introduce her. Um, so when she comes up, we'll let her write in. So please welcome um, our very own network host, Trish Mo, to the show. From The Missing Piece, Trish has a long history of supernatural experiences in her own life, including near-death experiences and mediumship from a very young age. Um, we were on her show a few weeks back, and our house took over. So tonight, we want to really dig in to her personal story. And don't forget to catch her show right after our show every Monday night at 8 CST and 9 EST on The Missing Piece. So when she comes up, we're going to pull her right in. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, we just want to talk about last week's guest, um, how impressed we were. Yes. And, um, you know, I have to say this to the listener out there. However you're listening to this show, you don't have to try to communicate with the other side because, quite frankly, from my research and other people, they're listening, whether we expect yeah. it or not. And um, last week we were doing a radio show. And Erica, right? Yes. And so many times when we have these, like, really talented mediums on our show, it the the kind of the house kind of like takes over and that's kind of like what happened last week and that's happened many times yeah i mean she's looking behind me um because this is also a live stream and she sees a shadow behind me and then on the right side of me and she's giving me details that quite frankly no one would have known yeah which was uh very interesting and intriguing at the same time I, I was thrown back, I mean, to know um, some of the information. She was and then it goes to show you that the spirit world is always watching and listening. And it's up to us to have an open mind to listen to that side. Um, and communication is yeah. possible. Um, you don't need paranormal equipment. You can just use your own mm -hmm. feelings and vibration. How do you usually feel spirits? I can feel them around me, but I try to like, you know, block them out. You have to have some kind of um, like a, what is it? Like a boundary of, you have to right. just shut down sometimes or else they'll be bothering you all day. But I can definitely feel when they're around me. And what do you feel? Uh, a heaviness, like a heaviness. I see a lot of stuff from the corner of my eye. Yeah. I got, I yeah. actually, this happens like every day. I just, I just don't really talk about them. Yeah. You know, I try to like keep that some stuff to myself, or else you really 
And it's always at the corner of the eye, right? You don't see it face always. on. Oh, for me, it's always in the corner of my eye. No, that happens. It actually happened today, too. What happened? I was in the dining room, and then I just seen something in the kitchen really, really In fast. the dining room or was, in the kitchen? I was in the dining room, and then I seen something in the kitchen, kind of like the hallway where the laundry room is. Huh. What it look like? I don't know, because it was so fast. It was like, it, it was like a shadow, but... It's kind of like when, like one of the kids just like dodge by. You know what I mean? Like really fast. But like yeah. when you see something like really, really fast, but you can't make it out. Yep. I hate that. So um, it's funny that you said that because in that one particular area, I believe is like a portal. Mm -hmm. um, I could be sitting at the kitchen and I see something in that same exact spot. Yeah, that was my experience today. And um, and I'm looking like I don't see it straight on. It's always by the corner of the eye. And then I get the cell phone and I try to record that spot as I'm looking the other way, just to try to <laughs> trick the spirit so I can capture yeah, the spirit on my cell phone. But they're they're outsmarting me because I see nothing when I play it back. And then you're like, is it me? What? Why does this happen at the corner? Or, or of the you eye? never have the phone when you want it because that's. Oh, well, I, I always have my phone. I know that, but I don't, and that happens to me all the time. It's fascinating, but the but the good news is is that you know that connection with loved ones that that crossover. Um, we always look for validation and the signs, and you just have to be open to it. And I can promise you that they're always watching and listening, and, listening and they try to help us. Yeah. And um. Well, my voice is really bad. <laughs> what about in the bed? Like you would feel like an imprint in the bed. Yes. Something go down. Yes. When's I that? think that. You know what? You keep hitting things on the net. I think that actually happened yesterday. Well, a lot of things have been happening I to just, you. I just, I kind of, you know how I am. I really don't like to talk about these things, but you're, you're, you're pulling it out of me. But I think it did happen yesterday. What did you feel? Something on the bed. Like a summer Like something sitting, sitting on yeah. the bed? Yeah. But no one was there. You weren't there. Nobody was there. Yeah, that's happened to me quite a few times. And, and again, yeah. you know what? We could say, well, it's scary, but it could be a loved one. It could be. Just sitting down not, and yeah. saying, you know, you know in their own way, hey, yeah. I'm here. I'm listening it's to you. I feel very, you. very, very true. Right? It's very true. Not everything is, you know, what? I don't think everything is is um scary in a way because, yeah. you know, the signs, and we've dealt with many people from around the world, and we have abilities that sometimes it's just one that wants to talk to you a spirit and um maybe they didn't cross over yet or maybe some people believe that they can come back and forth yeah from another dimension to our dimension which um leads me to something i want to talk about as we're waiting for our guest is um tomorrow's a big ufo day mm -hmm. in the world may 17th where the big wigs will be talking about it. Yeah. And, you know, let's see if they spill some of the beans. Yeah. We know they're real. We know UFOs do exist. And we know that a lot of things can be ruled out as just optical illusions and things to that nature. But we also know that there's truth behind some of these things. We know that. And they know that too. But do you really think they're going to say well, I think what you want pressure. them to say? Right. And I think there's a lot of pressure right now on UFOs is a big thing right now. I mean, it's on the news. If you type in yeah. CNN, UFOs, Fox News, NBC, it's everywhere right now. Everyone's got a cell phone. Everyone's got um, these devices where, you know, you can record these through telescopes. And so you can't, they can't say, well, it's everything's an airplane. Everything's a helicopter or yeah. a solar flare or, or things to that nature or a drone. There's things out there that um, are unexplained. Have you ever had an encounter? Never. Not that I know of, no. Have you? I've had an, I've had a couple of encounters. I, I If I had to narrow it down, I would say they're way, way far advanced, obviously. Um, I'm talking maybe hundreds of thousands of years, way ahead of us. And I, I believe most of them aren't malevolent. Because if they if they were, I don't think we'd be here right now. 
with that kind of, with that technology, right? I definitely agree with you. I mean, you. if you could fly a saucer with the speeds up and down in the ocean, out of the ocean, then, I mean, Earth wouldn't be a problem to. Well, I do have a question now. Why do they give us back? <laughs> give what back? Well, you know, when you're abducted, I mean, there's been so many people that have come forward. Um, why do they give us back? <laughs> <laughs> well, when I'm abducted, I want to say keep me. That's what I'm saying. Just feed me a few times a day with the best courses, and let's see what we have up here in space. <laughs> there she is. Yay. And as our guest popping in right now. Hi. And oh, we can't no. hear our guests. So the good news is the guest is in, and the bad news is we can't we hear can't the guest. So Wait, let me let me shoot her a Maybe I don't know if she can hear us. Wait, I'm gonna text her right now. Um, I don't know if there's she a mute button. She looks really good. Yeah, there's a mute button that maybe or a computer error, but you look good visually, but we just need to hear you. Let me see. Well, as I was saying, yeah. So everybody, um, yeah, Trish Mo is active. Um, we're just trying to get some audio going with that, but there's She's nothing trying. coming through. So until we get the audio, well, UFOs are real. Yeah. Like uh, I was saying, though, why, why do they give well, us Well, look at Travis Walker and there's all these cases, Betty and Barney Hill, oh, yeah. um, who have these experiences. And they, and they to, the, to the day they die, they kept up with their story. The um, stories are real. It's true. Know. This is not make-believe. And I think it's time for the big wigs to come forward and clean and say, hey, you know what? We're not alone. And whether humanity can accept it or not, I can accept it. Uh, are you there? No. So it's just the thing of, I think the thing they keep it on the wraps is they don't know if people can accept it. I, I know because it does yes, go against a lot of problems, the boundaries of religion, mm -hmm. right? We're never taught this in any kind of school or religion that yeah. we're not the only ones. We're supposed to be the only ones, but I would never believe that the universe is tremendous, right? We're a scratch on the surface. Mm -hmm. So, what would people think? And then would people think, well, you've lied to us so long, so why would I even believe you? Yeah. What, uh, what anything else you have to say? I mean, if you've never this, told us in, in what, 50, 60 years? At this point, since I would just, they, they should just be honest. That's my opinion. I mean, it is what it is. Just be honest. And there's definitely going to be a lot of backlash. Yeah, I would be honest and I would, and, uh, got to deal with it give us the aliens email address so if we want to go out somewhere <laughs> and just fly away yeah I take mean, me away from my kids i was just gonna say like be honest you know we tell our kids this you know they lie and like a, tell the truth do they charge admission to be picked up it's like an uber except for uber pull up in front of you throw oh, it's a ufo right uh, the jetsons it's funny yeah but this is the new, this is what we're coming into. Don't you can't don't make me laugh. This is um so Trish Mo, I, I can you hear us? Wave. You can, she hear, can us, hear us, but there's no audio coming oh, from your end. Maybe there's, if she uh, signs off or comes I back. I would try to sign off and sign back on with the and, and see what's going on over there on your end. Yeah. And in the meantime, we should um, hear us. Yeah, we'd love to have you on the show. You know. UFO is a big topic. It's tremendous. And, and I talk about this to the listener because also um, a lot of the paranormal investigations that take place, there's, there's always some type there's, of... Yeah, you have that ghost haunting, yeah. and then sometimes you have things that aren't ghostly. It's like, where is this coming from? These, these strange voices. Um, it's different. I think some of the equipment that's out there that some of these people have put together are picking up different frequencies and from other yeah. places that it's possible. Yes. It's definitely um, possible. And then there's time lapses. Oh, yeah. Now, here at the Horsefly Chronicles yeah. home um, in eastern Pennsylvania, when we had pre previous investigations, there were a couple, two, three times in the last seven years where there were there was a time lapse of like an hour, an hour and a half that is unaccounted for. And tell them, tell the listeners how you know that it was unaccounted for. Well, we have surveillance cameras, and um, I remember looking back, and and there was an hour and a half gone with the paranormal investigator alone in the living room at one occasion, 
and then she reappeared. And I thought it was a glitch, right? It's the first thing we would think it's a camera glitch. Mm -hmm. The camera shut down and goes back on again. Um, but after speaking to these people, doing the investigations, it just comes to be that they get lost. They get confused. Mm -hmm. There's always a state of confusion and their equilibrium balance. They get off centered. You know, the movie, The Fourth Kind, for example, yeah, it can go two ways, that movie. You right? always talk about these movies well, and then I yeah. always want to watch them. I think it was an awesome movie, whether you believe the movie or you don't. I think it's an awesome movie. The movie speaks volume because what you're hearing come through of these people that were abducted are, it sounds evil. Some of these voices sound pure evil when you say, well, it's a demon, right? But they're not. So it is possible that some of these alien races that are out there can manipulate the minds of human beings yes. and control as well as take the person, abduct the person, probe, like they, they do these experiments, right? Mm -hmm. To look at the movie Fire in the Sky. They do yes. these experiments to the people and they come back because they don't want to harm them. Fascinating. It's really fascinating. And, and I, I think that these stories should be taken more seriously and not mocked and not taken with a grain of salt because there are a lot of professional people even within the government there is a lot of that come forward and say wait a second that you know it's just it's too much evidence look to like not believe obama was on um one of the talk shows like a year ago and he was asked that question uh, are, are we alone they asked him on tv like, are we say? alone he's like look he goes, there's some things we can't explain out there. Um, there's, there's crabs that move in a way that we don't have that kind of um, experience or things in our military. That G-Force would just kill you. And we don't believe it to be true that other countries would even have such a thing because you couldn't even sit and manipulate this thing, mm -hmm. this, um, this craft. So someone's flying it. Or was it done by some kind of control device? Mm, I'm going to go with someone's. I would definitely say someone's flying, flying it. it. Something is flying it. Right? Yes. But is it also possible the way we have remote controls and drones out there now? I mean, there's so many advanced drones. There's also a possibility that some of these things can also be um, unmanned and controlled by something else just to seek us out and see what we're doing. Spy you know, on us. I think basically it's basically what's going on. Yeah, and there was also a case where um, over uh, our military ships, they took out the power of our nukes. They shut it down. When? Back years ago. And um, our military caught this on on camera. They seen a thing, but then something happened with our nukes. And um, you you got a question now. Well, first of all, if it was another country, we'd oh, yeah. be in trouble a long yeah. time ago, period. But I don't believe that to be true. I believe it to be other beings. And they're probably saying, in their own way, this is not good. Yeah. You know, you need to save mankind, not destroy it. Because we destroy everything. We do. And why would they come here and walk the same street with us? Because we destroy everything anyway. You know, we've had guests on the show that have said that they actually do walk with us, walk with us and, you know, they're living down here with us. What do you think about that? I find that to be interesting. Um, there's probably some truth behind that, that, you know, maybe mm -hmm. you can identify some of these things. You know, they fit into the population. Yeah. For whatever reason. What's that movie it's that we what's, what's that, that movie I mean, that we've seen? Maybe this, you're an alien. Yeah. That movie that we've seen that we like with the kids in the school and then um they get abducted and they get like taken over. No, I don't remember. I can't remember the name. It was a good movie. Um then there was the Queen Alien and they had to kill her at the end. But no one knew because everybody looked the same. I can't think of what you're talking about. I hate when that happens. Yeah, but it was a great movie. There's so many movies out there. There they are. Yeah. Communion was another one. Oh, yes. That communion can be boring. 
uh, when yeah. you watch it because it does drag. But the storyline is really good. We're going to be looking for these movies later. Um, upstate New York, they have a cabin. They're leaving from New York City. And he he um, has an experience with other beings that are unexplainable. That's also, I believe, based on um, recorded and, and documented events that, you know, these people come forward and say, no, this is true. Yeah. Right? This is very true. And then we go to the the cattle that oh, are yes. dissected and there's yes. no blood on the ground. There's, How do you explain you that? Can't. There's no blood mm -hmm. on the ground and they're perfectly, it's like a laser cuts them apart. And they're, yeah, and, that's um, terrible. Yep. So now you have to say to yourself, how is that even possible? And why cattle? Well, <laughs> like it's just, just really um, Yeah. But I'm looking forward anyway to the listener out there. I'm looking forward to what they say tomorrow. It will be live. I believe it's it's going to be live. They said you can watch it. And there's going to be a lot of testimony and people coming forward. Um, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah. But Most definitely. I don't know where it's going to go. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be fluff put to it. Lots you know? of fluff. Well, we think it's this, and we'll get back to you in six months with more information. And, <laughs> and six months wait. passes by. And, and you'll then, be waiting six months. <laughs> and then it just drags on and on and on. Instead of them just saying, hey, I think we're not alone. Period. Yeah, we're not alone. Say it already. So many people within the paranormal community, MUFON, um, and people that we've had on our show, professionals, have said, look, whether you believe or choose not to believe, the truth is we're not alone. There's just too much evidence. Yeah. Yes. And it gets filtered down and polluted through one person changes the story of another. And before you know it, what was really happening turns into a prefabricated story. And then it gets diminished into um, why you even think it's such a silly thing that these things do exist. Trishmo, can you hear us? I can hear you. All right. We have our guest on here. So we gave you an introduction. We, talked about aliens. we were not abducted yet. So Trish, talk so, to everybody know who you are. Well, so first of all, the crazy thing, um, I, I messaged uh, this, uh, that when, you know, I've, I've restarted my computer a few hours ago, everything was working great. Um, and literally right when, it had to have been right when you messaged me the link, all, my, all of a sudden my screen goes black. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that popped up was a screen that said, Owl Eyes Portal. What? And I'm I like, knew you were going to get blamed for this. <laughs> I'm like, well, Owl Eyes Portal, huh? That's, you know, That's crazy. alien, alien like. <laughs> but, and then my, and then nothing worked. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> We've been there. It sucks. Yes. Um, so this tell the listener about yourself and all that, you know, like take us from the beginning of your story, your experiences. You have your own show. So, Let's rewind the clock a little bit. And um, how did you get into paranormal? You know, oh, gosh. Um, I was I was born into it. Um, I I actually when I um, when I was born, I chirped like a bird, actually. And and I had, um, you know, my parents thought something was wrong with me. And my mom took me to the doctor and and they said, that's that's actually how she cries. And I didn't actually learn how to cry until I was like one and a half, maybe from my sister, actually. And um, and then I learned later and I, I always had these weird um, all these dreams like these almost um, past life type type um dreams because I would I would explain to my parents um, from the time I could talk probably two or three years old from the time I could talk um, about I one time I told them in detail like in in very um, a very detailed story for a two-year-old um, how I was in a sword fight and I died that I was a man and I, I told them on this whole story how I died and um, and that happened a few times. So it wasn't just, I wasn't just remembering one lifetime, I assume, because it was different storylines. Um, and then of course, we, I grew up in New Mexico. I was born outside of Roswell. And so, um, you know, 
that's weird enough as it is. There's, <laughs> they, uh, my mom was born there um, the year of the crash, actually. So, wow. um, but I lived, I lived in the mountains and um, we were, I was on the border of uh, Arizona and New Mexico. So I wasn't in the Wyatt Mountains. I was in the Gila Wilderness. And we saw a lot of, they used to test like the, the stealth fighter jets um, from White Sands, different, different planes and stuff that the military would use that nobody had ever seen before. They would test over our mountains. And so I remember that from, from when I was little. But up in the mountains, um, you know, I was always going out in the woods, in the forest, and like communicating with animals and and, you know, I would say elementals, I guess, because they're like little yeah. fairy spirit or forest fairies and and things like that. And um, my parents, of course, are like, yeah, she, you know, they just don't have a lot of friends up here in the forest. So maybe it's her imaginary friends or <laughs> or maybe they thought I was crazy. I don't know. They... Did, did anyone in your family have um, any type of gifts? No. Um, well, it. I mean. I'm 40, so this was this was the 80s. You know, it still it still wasn't talked about. It was really taboo. Um, and then it, it wasn't until I was much much older. I mean, this was like a few years ago when my mom's like, "Oh yeah, I remember. You know, your grandpa doing like water dousing, all kinds of things." And I was like, "Now you tell me, right? Like what?" And and she would talk about you know my my great grandparents who I never met and things like that doing the same thing. But but of course, like like I said, you know the eighties was still really um, pretty taboo. So I uh, yeah, I, I and I would see spirits in my home all the time. We were we were on um, you know I I have a native background as well, but we were also on. Um, native ground and and old burial grounds and stuff so um i i remember and and i couldn't remember for the longest time whether some of these people were real in my life or like if they were spirits you know because to me spirits looked like a real person um i mean they still do a lot of them come through that um you know just just like somebody who's living um, and so I remembered a lot of the, um, elders from a tribe that was up in the mountains, just telling me stories from like the 1800s or 1700s, um, which was really, I, I mean, I remember those to this day. And so it, uh, yeah, it kind of developed to, to when I was older. I, I had a few near death experiences, you know, I was struck by lightning. I was electrocuted. I, Oh, I had wow. two heart attacks, and um, well, tell I, us about the near-death experience. Oh I mean, goodness. you know, one of them, or maybe two, or maybe all of them. <laughs> did you leave your body? I I did well, and they were all different. Um, so one, the um, it was I was only twelve, I believe, um, the lightning incident, and that was at summer camp, um. And that one, I, I didn't really, it was very traumatic because I was riding a horse at the time. So um, I think the entire, and it was very quick. So it was very different than, um, I don't know that that one, I don't know that I actually um, died during that one, but I know I, I was near death because I, I, remember seeing the horse and me on it and I wasn't in my body but I never really knew if that was just um almost out of shock that I left my body you know what I mean but I wasn't like actually dead that time um it's scary <laughs> and then uh, and then uh and then when I was when I had my son I I flatlined um I had general anesthesia and um that time I did, I, I mean, it took them, you know, like eight or 10 hours to finally stabilize me. So I think I flatlined a few times and uh, I was 100% aware that I wasn't in my body that time. And that time I actually just went to, 
like like in the I think it was in the Matrix where he goes to the room of just nothingness, like just nothing, and you know, no void of all like senses, no sound, feeling, nothing, just a white room, and um, but it didn't feel like I was there as long as I I'm sure I was unconscious, you know, um, but I was wow. I was very aware I wasn't I wasn't in my body. So um, they were all. So they were all different. You experience mm -hmm. something different every time. Have you ever went through a tunnel? Mm -mm. The the last one I had um, was four years ago. Let's say I had a heart attack, and I had these ceilings in my house. I had really high ceilings; they're almost twenty foot high ceilings. And right before the heart attack, which again, this this you know brings up a different question. I see this giant. It was very bright, so it almost looked like metal light type, you know, object. Um, but it looked like it had, it was a giant, almost person with wings. Wow. And, uh, you know, I've, I've heard of that before and stuff. And it was right after that showed up that I had the heart attack. And in that moment, my life... Um, went backwards every single you know major memories in my life um wow. almost like a projector screen and um and it was very fast but but it was at the same time it was it was very um comprehensible you know it, it wasn't like like i knew what was going on then as well and when i came to then i i was like did that thing cause the heart attack or or did it save me I don't know, you know, so. Well, you know what? That's interesting. I think that if, I don't, that is interesting. Did it give you a heart attack or did it save right. you? But if it didn't, uh, that's a tough one. Like, did it mean to, you, you know what I mean? Because sometimes, I, and I've heard this a lot, that, um, and I can 100% see how it happens, that a lot of people, um, even experiencers, objectives, um, a lot of, extraterrestrials or, or interdimensional beings or even ufos have so much energy like literal electricity you oh, know yeah. coming from them so a lot of the time when when people are knocked out or whatever or have heart problems it is caused by those things but i don't i don't think it's intentional you know i i don't i didn't feel like this thing was um had any ill intent, I guess, in comparison to some of my experiences. So um, I would agree. I, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah, um, that was right. That was right before back then. I was I was very religious. I was very um Christian, I guess, because I, I had developed Lyme disease and West Nile virus at the same time. Oh, and um which can also cause heart problems. Um but but at that time I was kind of getting better, so it didn't really you know it didn't really make sense as much. Um, but I it was that spring I was baptized, and man, if I had thought I I've had you know hauntings and and stuff my entire life in every house I've ever lived in. And if I thought they were bad before that, they really got bad after I was baptized. So, and so I had told my church, you know, um, one day I was sitting in church and all of a sudden I see this man just bust through the door, like the entire scene changed, like a movie in front of my eyes. And um, I saw this man bust through the door and start shooting people. And I completely freaked out. This has never happened to me. I didn't know what was going on. I told my church group afterwards, and at that time it was like 10, 11 in the morning, you know, and they're like, oh, okay, Trish, whatever, you know. Um, and it was later that afternoon that they announced the uh, church shooting in Texas um, that hadn't happened yet when I told them about this. And, um, and it was exactly as I said, and it was exactly the scene you know, that I said it would happen. And so 
Uh, so we actually had like a premonition. Yeah. yeah. Right? Of, of, you know, a mass um, shooting. Yeah. And so, and that was the first time that had happened. And I wasn't, um, I had no idea what was going on. I had no, um, everyone there thought I was crazy. You know, I was kind of like outed from the church. <laughs> out, out at ousted. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, how do they, how do they take that? Because that is a Christian church. Right. How did they respond? Um, and, you know, here I thought, I, I thought, um, I don't know. I, th I think it's scary. It's a scary thing, you know, because when something like that happens and someone tells you it's going to happen, I would be freaked out, too, if, if I was on the other side, you know. So I understood that. Um, but then all my friends, you know, I, I lost all of my friends, my family. Nobody believed me of anything. I started seeing these wars of like angels and demons in the sky, literally in the clouds. I even had pictures of, um, you know, certain cloud shapes and stuff that 100%, like even other people, it wasn't like I was just seeing things. This was happening. And I didn't realize back then, um, because I had never studied it, that a lot of times um, clouds and such are used as as part of different, um, I don't know, it, it's been theorized that, that it's the government or or extraterrestrials or something, you know what I mean? Like creating these, these illusions. Um, and so I didn't know, I didn't know what was going on. I started seeing um, natural disasters all over the world before they happen, like wow, fires and floods. And, and I would, I would write them down or, or describe them to people exactly like to a T and, um, Nobody, nobody believed me, you know, and then they would happen like six months later. And, um, and then I started a lot of the, uh, the spirits who would communicate with me ended up being like cold cases and such. So, um, and from then I, I, uh, when was it? It was last year I got my, um, I became a certified, um, clinical hypnotherapist and it wasn't until then that I realized how the brain works as far as my ability to remember things but also my ability to be hypnotized and and that's when I started remembering all of these different um you know abduction incidents in my life mm -hmm. so it's so weird how like your mind can open up that way what do you mean yeah. abduction oh gosh I I mean I've been used. I, uh, from the time I was little, you know, I'm, I'm a chimera, so I have multiple organs and, and, um, you know, two different DNAs and, and things like that. It's like my body's literally sp split down the middle. So, um, so I have extra heart valves and, and like three spleens and <laughs> so, um, I know. Um, For real? Yeah. <laughs> We need to write a book. Wow. I know. <laughs> um, but but I think and I think one hundred percent, you know, there's there's the good and the bad because I know that all these times I was abducted by bad things that actually did harm me and um you it's know, like part of the hybridization programs and stuff like that that were you were just talking about that. Um how do you know that they, what did they do to harm you that you're aware of? Oh gosh, I've had. She said, "Yeah, I, I've had, um, and I even had pictures. You know, I would wake up, and this happened from the time I was little, um, with bruises and burns, and and you know, halfway across the room, and with nosebleeds and um, all kinds of. I, I mean." As an adult, I was living in Denver one time, and um, uh, my makeup artist and I, I, I was modeling at the time, we were going to check in to a contracted um, photo shoot that I was going to, and 
all of a sudden, the next thing we both knew, our like four or five hours later, we end up in the middle of the Utah desert. You know, wow. we lost. So a lot of these weren't even, it wasn't just me by myself. So I knew I wasn't just going crazy. Okay. So, hmm. um, wow. so, so there were a lot of those. There were a lot of, you know, a um, lot of injuries on on my wrists, on my on my ankles, on um, different. Um, yeah, and you can't explain where they're right. Um, yeah. To to even different implants, um, you know, that showed up randomly when I would get something X-rayed, um, and we've heard about that before. We've had, well, let me ask you a question: on, When they see an X-ray, do they say, "Hey, what is this"? Yeah, or no, this it, it's thing? the craziest thing. Like, it's just like Lyme disease. I, I felt like I was talking to the same people because they just get this blank look on their face, like, "Oh, yeah, there's." That's, you know, that's odd. And it's like they either just forget about it right away. It's it, it's so weird. Like, they don't even discuss it. They don't even, it's like, and maybe as doctors, you know, I realize like with Lyme disease, especially in Kansas, they weren't allowed to treat it. They would lose their license if they even acknowledged it. And so I, it, it may have changed now, you know, but back then they couldn't. And so it might be something like that. You know, maybe they've been, I don't know, threatened or who knows. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that time, I, w- I was living outside of a very large military base. Um, so, uh, you know, the same thing with, like, being pregnant and, and stuff. And then all of a sudden, and, and doctors don't say anything about that either. They're like, oh, well, that's, that's weird. You're not pregnant anymore. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what? Um, but there's too many times, you know, there's too many people and too many times and, and too many other witnesses and yeah. and it happens all across the world. So, you know, you, you mm-hmm. eventually they've got to start believing somebody, I would think. I mean, you know, that really makes you start wondering, like, what do these doctors say? in our x-rays that they're not telling us. Do you ever think about that? I think it's interesting. I yeah. mean... But uh, like MRIs. There's people that we've had on our show yeah. that MRIs that uh, they showed pictures of, of these things in them, like chips. I, I don't know yeah, how right. to figure it out. In, but yeah. again, you know, the doctors don't pursue it. This is why you, you know, should always don't, ask uh, for your medical records and, you know, your x-rays. So you can look at them yourself. Oh, that's that's another thing. And and then, you know, it started becoming hard to after all of that happened. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm going to go back. Like, I want to know what happened because um, there's been things even I, I had a surgery one time. They said my appendix had ruptured. But I go into surgery and all of a sudden when I come out, they're like, oh, well, we had to remove your ovary also. And and I'm um, like, what? Are they even allowed to do that? Well, and that's why I started thinking. You know, I, w- I was pretty young. I, well, I mean, I wouldn't say young. I was like in my mid-20s. But um, years later when I was like, wait a minute, that's that's not right. You know, it's like something made me just not think about that forever. And then when I go back and I, I try to get my records, they said they no longer existed. So, oh, you know, man. I would have threw a, f- I would throw fit. Yeah, that's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, um, and in the same, the same with Lyme and everything else. When I would try to get my records or or even give blood, things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, the last time they tested me, they were going to test me for for Lyme again to, to see if it was active or not. You know. Um, They took 13 vials of blood. And when I went to see the results, they said the blood was, they said, we don't know what happened. The blood was missing. So. This is really interesting. It's amazing. Something is definitely going on with you that these doctors are withholding so much stuff from you. Yeah. I don't even go to the doctors now. I don't trust them. So, so that's when I started studying, you know, I got my personal training certification and, and started um, studying herbal remedies and things like that. And, and I healed myself from Lyme disease because they, uh, they told me I was going to die um, four years ago, you know, so. 
Wow. Well, they said you can't cure yourself like the natives do. There's still out. There's still tribes out there. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, they're, they yeah. do their own thing. The herbs, yeah. the trees, the plants. I started, they- um, yeah, I started spending time outdoors. I started, um, I started painting again, doing art, the, the color therapy. I started, um, you know, I, I stopped eating um, any time. I, I went back to basically a paleo diet, just, you know, meat and fruits and vegetables um, and stopped listening to the narcissism of my doctors, I guess, you know, they were telling me I was going to die. So, well, I'll tell you this much. You've been through a lot, but you definitely have an angel by your side. Oh, I, yeah. I, I mean, there's, there's been so, I think I have numerous, you know, that's, and that's the, the, the cool thing about um, being part, you know, having the native background, the Irish background, the, um, you know, pagan roots, things like that is I have so many, and, and especially all of the spirits that communicate with me, you know, I, I have so many ancestors and, um, spirit guides that help me all have all the time, you know, because it got to a point where I didn't have any people in my life. You know, I, I had both my kids basically by myself and, um, and any of my surgeries, I was always in the hospital by myself and, and stuff. And so, um, I got used to trusting, I guess, spirits more, more than people, the living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, to an extent. And, um, and so, and, and I think with mediums, that's, that's kind of a big thing, you know, um, yep. we're, not- yeah, and, and we're kind of neutral, you know, in, in the spirit world, as far as, um, exactly. you know, they don't consider us like hunters of, or anything. So yeah. it's hard to trust people when you have all these gifts too. I mean, oh yeah, it's, it's like that for me. I know, um, you know, I've, I've been used for remote viewing, um, by different, the, and that goes way back, you know, especially, um, with the military, um, affiliations and stuff. And, and so, yeah, you stop, you stop trusting people. And, and, and even, even with, um, certain, I, I'm very picky, like I hardly ever investigate with, um, with, um, paranormal teams you know unless unless i know that they're not just going to exploit um either the spirits or or myself you know i mean like i don't want like i'm not not performing in a circus here it's not have you ever um worked on any residential cases yourself by yourself or with anyone um not residential it's like and people around here call me like the social worker of spirits because um I don't know why it's like the really bad cases that affect entire towns or neighborhoods or something, you know, I seem to get involved in, um, which is interesting. Yeah. Wow. Well, tell us about your show. Yeah. So we're actually at the top of the hour. Yeah. I do have a show coming (laughs) on in a few minutes. So we're going to have to. I do. I'm so sorry. Like like I said, I I don't think something wants me to talk to you all ever because this happened last time too. I don't know how you remote viewed, you picked up things in our home. Yeah. Which were amazing. And today they make sure that you aren't going to pick up anything. Oh my gosh. I know. It's the your house has the crazy craziest energy. It's it's um it's different. That's for sure. Oh yeah. It's a different we I actually mean, last week's guest was doing a remote view out of nowhere and it happens similar to, to things you were yeah. saying. So uh, it know. happens to her too, just like the way it happened to you. It just like overpowers you and oh yeah. Yeah, I was I was prepared this time though for it. Like I know now, <laughs> they usually can only fool me once. But yeah, last time like everything was going great, and then all of the, well, not only did I also have computer problems, and but um, yeah, it's like it's all of a sudden I can always, well, for the most part, aside from when it was your house, um, control my channeling and stuff, you know. And and all of a sudden that day I I couldn't. Um, it just took over, and then the next night on chasing. Um, we had the the MUFON um, investigator from from Pennsylvania come on and, and talk about. It. He's like, I had this dream about this mountain and lake, and I was like, No, 
go no. look at their picture because I said something about that the night before. Oh man. Wow. <laughs> well, you're coming up next. So tell yes, us about so tell everybody where they can find you and your show coming up next. <laughs> <it's coming along. laughs> yes. Uh, the missing piece with Trish Mo. Um, it is on on next from eight to 10 o'clock PM central time. And um, mine's kind of a kind of a variety show. I have I have um, I don't always do paranormal um, stuff as, as far as people because my my whole thing in, in my I guess journey of healing and in transformation, I think other people should get those stories out there as well. So I love anyone's story who who has who has you know changed their life through through something even even if it's through something traumatic or something um you know we before last i had ray bishop who who literally um escaped prison in the uk and then to so he could go back in and not be influenced by other people and changed his life you know completely turned it around um and so it, it's things like that tonight i am actually having um the Valley House. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that place too. That place is like, that place doesn't want me to talk, any of us to talk ever about it, actually. Um, and I've, I've heard other people that have gone there say that. Um, but the same thing, like I lost my complete file of, of pictures and information and entire presentation I had on it. And that's not the first time that's happened, you know? So these places, it's, it's like they grow and, um, become an entire beast on their own this is true well now thank thank you for coming on tonight <laughs> we're glad that it was able to work out yep all so, right trishmo thank you to all listeners and julia wrap okay, it up okay so yes thank you thank you special thank you to carnation for fully sponsoring the show we love them and please join us next monday night it's 8 p.m est on 105.3 FM from New Orleans. Everyone have a safe, great night. We'll catch you next week. Good Thank night. You.